and the word became flesh and dwelt among us in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen welcome to a new york catholic conversation my name is deacon john catalano and i am joined as always by my good friend my pal from saint agnes in rockville center frank alasia hey frank how you doing today i'm doing great deacon how's everything Everything's great. And we want to talk today about relevance versus truth. Uh, we started with this passage, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's the familiar opening to the Gospel of John. The word is Jesus, the Messiah. And by word is meant knowledge or truth. The incarnation of Christ brought truth into the world. And Jesus also said, I am the way and the truth and the life. So at least we know that there is something in the world called truth. It's the opposite of a lie or falsehood. But we hear that the church has failed to be relevant to young people. And so when we hold the truth up to current trends, it doesn't relate. So what happens, Frank, when the truth doesn't seem relevant? Well, truth is not always popular. You know, it's not always comfortable or a familiar path. You know, it may seem out of date. People may be more inclined for a belief system more in keeping with modern society or the way they think. You know, we hear we hear all the time uh, liberal and conservative Catholics. Jesus wasn't liberal or conservative. He was the truth. The truth isn't liberal or conservative. It is simply the truth. Yeah. And, you know, we, keeping up with modern society, right, means doing away with the old. Right. I just read a letter to the editor in Catholic New York Weekly newspaper, and a man was reflecting on the disinterest of young people today in our faith. He said he doesn't accept the idea that, quote, tired and tedious idea that the problem is that the church has failed to be relevant to young people in terms of the social hot button issues of the day. He says, I believe people of all ages hunger for spirituality, not mere worldly relevance. And then he goes on to quote the columnist Ross Duthat. Uh, who says, I do not want tensions to be smoothed away by understanding priests and broad-minded theologians. A religion that just confirmed me in my early 21st century way of life couldn't possibly be divinely revealed. He says, go read John Henry Newman and Thomas Aquinas and Augustine back to back to back, or read Evelyn Waugh and Dante together, or read Teresa of Avila and then Therese of Lasseur. In each case, the gulf of years and the difference in cultural expression does not obscure the fact that they belong to the same tradition and the same story. So yeah, what do you point, make of all that? Frank? The point he's trying to bring out is that revealed truth is timeless. Right. It's a treasure in and of itself and does not need to be updated or improved to suit our times. Right. So let's take, what are some specific examples of how relevance waters down or obscures a truth? Well, I think you see it really all the time in the church. And, and some examples of that would be like, you know, what I refer to as like the happy, clappy liturgies. You know, it's a generalization, but there is sometimes a tendency to minimize the presence of suffering in our faith, the sacrifice of Christ. In other words, the cross. Well, instead of focusing on the resurrection, it's almost like a, a, a salvation without a price. It, it's like an Easter Sunday without Good Friday. They go hand in hand. I think some of the, the, the other examples are too often people want the church to adjust to them 
and they end up becoming, you know, they, instead of becoming more like Christ, Christ becomes more like them. You know, they want to be affirmed in, in the sinful way of life. When Jesus saw Mary Magdalene about to be stoned, he offered her mercy. He stooped down. You know, every time Jesus stoops down, if you notice in the Gospels, it's always to, to, to give his mercy. And when he stands, he's delivering justice like he did on those Pharisees. But the hard part and the, the hard the people don't like is when Jesus says, go and sin no more. He doesn't say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, the Catholic Church welcomes everybody, Cardinal Dolan says, but not everything goes. The prodigal son's another good example of that. You know, the prodigal son finally comes to the realization that it's him. The father doesn't go out and chase after him. He waits. You know, the father doesn't change the house rules to the son's liking. He waits for the son to come back. And that's what Christ does with us. You know, he waits. He, he knocks at the door, but he waits for us to, to, to change our ways. I see this in addiction a lot of times. People with, with alcohol or, or drug addictions, until they realize it's them, until I realize they're the problem, they come to that real, realization, they're never going to get better physically. And we're not going to get better spiritually until we come to that realization. We're all sinners and we have to, we have to ask for God's mercy. Good points. And I, I'm, I'm thinking now when he said, those who wish to be my disciples must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Well, that doesn't make sense to many people. I mean, why should I have to suffer? <laughs> I mean, if there's a God who made everything, he must love everything. And so everyone, everyone goes to heaven. But that's not what Jesus says in the Bible. He warns of Gehenna. And he says it would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he'd be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. There's a consequence for rejecting the truth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're so right when you say that, because the church teaches at the moment of death, will appear before the tribunal of God. That is the truth of the church so that we can contemplate in the light of this truth what the stakes are. The stakes are high. The stakes are eternal. Not, oh, well, God loves everyone and, and everybody goes to heaven. That, that's completely false teaching. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about relevance. Back to that. The problem with relevance is it water, it's watering down truths to make them more acceptable. But then, then they cease to be truths. Yeah. You know, it's not about making things easier for our convenience. It wasn't convenient for Christ to die on the cross and shed his blood for us. It's about living the way God intended for us to live, yeah. and to live that out. Yeah. And by the way, you and I, we're not judging anybody. And the church is not an organization that condemns people or decides who goes to heaven, who doesn't. The church offers the body and blood of Jesus Christ at the mass and offers Christ's forgiveness and reconciliation in the sacrament of confession. God's truth has been revealed, right? And when people say to me, how do you know what's truth? I say, I'm just telling you what Jesus has said. And he is the revealed word of God made flesh. Evil exists. Hell exists. Right? I mean, I have a friend who describes me as someone, you know, dedicated to the Catholic Church, or I'm somebody deeply involved in organized religion, he says. Right? As though I belong to an organization that makes policy. Or, or issues policy positions about these things. That's not, you don't debate with the bishops on things. These are, these are, uh, these are positions held by the church for 2,000 years. Catholics are fellow sojourners and sinners who are trying to exhibit, you know, witness to and live out the truths revealed to us by God. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you said it all. The, the, the idea is, and once again, is to get to confession, you know, and, and be, be sorrowful and keep getting up and keep trying. That's the whole thing. Not to say, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Everybody does it. You know, the church is too difficult. Things like that we hear all the time, but it's not, it's for our own good. Look, heaven is not easy. I said in a podcast before, greatness is never on sale. You have to pay the full price. It's the same with holiness. It's never on sale. Yeah. You must pay the full price. Bottom line, we are called to follow truth, even if it is difficult. And we are to distinguish that truth from versions of truth that are diluted to make them more relevant to our times. Amen. Thanks, Frank. And don't forget, he said, I am the way and the truth. So let's remember to follow him. Folks, thanks for uh, listening. And uh, don't forget to like us and follow us. Send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks. God bless, Deacon.